0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Uh, This Friday, we celebrated one of the great feasts of the church, the Feast of the Transfiguration of Christ, where our Lord goes upon Mount Tabor, and he takes with him Peter, James, and John, and he is transfigured before them, meaning that his clothes, that uh, were likely drab and dusty, became as bright as the sun. And he was, had on one side Moses and on the other side Elijah, and a cloud came around him and a voice came from heaven. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And it's this feast that we are still singing about in the worship of the church this morning. I hope you picked up on that uh, in the hymnography that we've heard both during Orthros and uh, here now during the Divine Liturgy. And it's uh, an important enough feast for us to continue to hear about it. And so, those of you who are here on Friday, you're going to get two sermons about it. You had one Friday, and we're going to talk about it again this morning because it's that important of a feast. Because uh, when our Lord... Goes upon the mountain and he is transfigured before them. He reveals not a change that was made in him, but he reveals who he truly is, who he is in his very being, in his nature. And as, of course, as St. Paul says, he is the image of the invisible. God. That's what St. Paul says in his epistle to the Colossians. He is the image of the invisible God. And it's that imagery that I want to think about and ponder because for us, that's where the challenge is for the Feast of the Transfiguration. Because not only is Christ called the image of the invisible God, we are. In the book of Genesis, when we are molded and when we are created, we are said to be created and molded in the image according to the likeness of God. And therefore, when our Lord is transfigured on Mount Tabor, in all reality, not only is he, is he revealing to us precisely who he is as the divine son of God, he is also revealing to us what we are called to be as well. Because remember Peter, who was there at this event, Peter in his epistle says that we are called to be partakers of the divine nature. And to be a partaker of the divine nature is what he means to say is that we are to be transfigured. We are to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We are to be fully in the image according to the likeness of God. And that is what we see in the Feast of the Transfiguration. And so how are we to be transfigured? How can we get there? How can we be changed in that way? Well, the Gospel reading this morning uh, talks to us about a healing A healing of of two people who are blind. And I think it's exactly blindness that keeps us from being transfigured uh, in the way that we need to be by God. Because we are blind, we don't see exactly who we are. And so to be transfigured, we have to see and know and understand exactly who we are. Who are we? Oh, I was hoping to hear Camp St. Thecla from those people who are, are campers. Uh, well, maybe next time. But who are we? When we hear that question most of us don't yell out "Camp St. Thecla," but campers do. When we hear that question, we have a whole list of things that we say to our, uh, we say about ourselves: "I am a husband. I am a father. I am a priest." I am a man. These are all things that I could personally say about myself. But in all reality, when thinking about who we really are, none of those things are true. Because none of those things really get to the place of who I really am. When we say I am something, that means something. And our Lord is the example of this because he says... I am, we have it up there, the light of the world. I am the living bread. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the door. I am the resurrection and the life, or quite simply, I am, he says. And so when we say those words, I am, and we answer that question and we attempt to know who we are, we need to really think about those things. Because we aren't our profession. That's not who we are by nature. We aren't our emotions, even. You know, when somebody asks you, How are you? you might say, I am stressed or I am tired. We should actually say something like, I am feeling stressed or I am feeling tired, because that way we know that those things are not part of who we are, but that they can actually be changed. We are not our sins. I am a liar. No, I am a person who happens to lie sometimes. So who are we then? If we are not those things, who are we? There are three things that I hope that we can go home with uh, knowing who we are specifically by our nature created by God. And if we see those things clearly, we can be transfigured like Christ in his glory, with him in his glory. First and foremost, I am loved. I am loved. Over and over again in the hymnography of the church, we hear those words that our Lord is the lover of mankind. Or we hear in the scripture, for God so loved the world. Or the most basic definition of who God is, God is love. Therefore, the first thing that we can label ourselves with and know in our own being, I am loved. And that's very important for us to remember. The second thing that we need to remember that we can label ourselves with is I am created in the image and likeness of God. I've already said that. But that's something that we have to really ingrain in ourselves as being really One of the only things that we can say about ourselves, everything else that we say about ourselves can even be a distraction. If I walk around, and of course this is just me, my own struggle, if I say I am a priest, and that's the number one thing in my brain, I live trying to make sure that that's what everybody else sees first. And so when I do that, unfortunately, that means sometimes I neglect my own spiritual life, or I neglect My family, because I'm trying to be priest first instead of the person I'm supposed to be first. A person created in the image and likeness of God. Forgive me, that was very convicting. That's a label we need to know. Everything else is a distortion and a distraction of our fallen world. I am loved, and I am in the image and likeness of God. And the last thing, the last label that we need to put upon ourselves is... I am a sinner who needs a Savior. Because so much of the time I rely on me. We rely on ourselves, on our own minds, on our own way of thinking, on our own understanding of things. But in reality, we are a sinner and we need a Savior. We cannot save ourselves. The thing that gets in between us and and immortal, eternal life is death. And I can't do it. None of you can do it. We need a Savior. I am a sinner who is in need of a Savior. And brothers and sisters, if we can get those three concrete things in our minds over and above everything else in this world, we can be transfigured. We can be transfigured in glory with the glory of God. Not our own, by any stretch but with the glory of God. So let's put away all of those other things that we want to be, perhaps, or the things that we want others to feel like we are so that they can label us in a particular way. We are only loved by God, in the image and likeness of God, and sinners who are in need of a Savior. Everything else is just part of this world. And so may we put our focus and our emphasis not on how others perceive and see us, but how God created us to truly be. And may our blindness be lifted so that as our patron says, may we be like Christ. May we see him as he is. And the first steps are to remember, I am loved. I am created in the image and likeness of God, and I am a sinner who is in desperate need of a Savior. May we know that and be transfigured. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.